<laughs> I mean, we can treat it like a podcast, I guess, but it's really just a conversation. It's yeah, I wouldn't. I would just. Uh, there's no because we're just talking between us. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, we wanted to talk about endurance. Uh, obviously, individually, we all kind of know what endurance is, at least because we've all felt it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a key to knowing it as opposed to knowing of it. Oh, yeah. So the goal is to get people to know it um, in their body and then conceptualize it in their head in order to get better at it in their body. Hmm. Um, Which is kind of backwards. But I also think like they need to... Like you can read all the words about it you want Mm -hmm. and understand all the science and everything. And then you experience it and it changes all the shit that you thought that you had understood. That was my problem with like the definition of anything physiologically is that they're all synonymous, which Mm. means they all have the same meaning and they, they shouldn't be synonymous. Like you look up. Um, strength and it's the same as power it's the same as like all the other things and then you look up endurance and it's just like stamina and like all these like there's no distinguishing fact between them at all yeah the best thing i could find so um, so the way to approach it is philosophically yes because apparently scientists don't fucking don't think that way yeah they can't Mm. they they can't and if and if and if if the point of any of these activities is achieving understanding Mm mm-hmm then the science doesn't matter. The the reason and the reason to communicate the science of developing endurance is so that people can go actually experience endurance and yes. all of the lessons that can come when like, okay, I need to know how to fuel, I need to know how to train myself so mm-hmm. that I can actually go for four hours because that's when the good shit happens. Like anytime we have a conversation here, mm-hmm. the first hour is, you know fluff. Fluff. It's the warm up. Yeah. <laughs> And then, but if, but if you can't go three hours, then you can't have a meaningful conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think outside, you know, or inside, whatever, conceptually, as far as endurance goes, like you, if you can't go for three hours, you don't get access to the lessons, regardless of your understanding of the science. The ability to actually get to the two and a half hour mark, the three hour mark, and then to be able to push past that. Cause we talked about that on the bike just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, yeah. hey, the great thing about being on a bike is you can always put. Yeah, it can put you deeper into it. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Way deeper. Because, like, <laughs> it, like shockingly deep of where, like, like you used to describe this, like you can get off your bike and, be, and not walk into a store and you can like get some sugar in you and you can wobble back, barely lift up your leg over your bike. And then you can just start going at the same pace you were holding. And you're yeah. like. You are immobile as a human, but as a human slash machine, you've got another couple hours in you. Just from taking whatever sugar in you took in. At yeah. That or yeah. In whatever brain, brain tissue, tissue you're burning. <laughs> so I think, yeah, yeah, my biggest concept to start was when I realized that I want people to feel it, then to acknowledge and try to understand the vocabulary 
and maybe the concepts, the let's call them the um, intellectual aspects of endurance, and then go back to the um, intuitive aspects of endurance. Okay. So let me let me just uh, yeah say something. I have no idea where this came, where these notes came from. All right. Um, <laughs> but. Okay, for sure Sam was involved because the question, what is a clear mind, oh. um, was here. <laughs> but something that Milda said was, we have goals so we can accomplish feelings. Huh. I think that was from Symposium. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is that? Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah some, that makes sense. Because someone's talking about the lucid <laughs> totally yeah. decision-making being lucid. And I think oh. it had to do with... Um, Julia's client sobering before he, he made the decision to kill himself. And mm. she said, because he wanted to be of clear mind. And then Sam said, what is a clear, what mind? is a clear mind? Which is a good question. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> some, <laughs> some I, notes. I think I, I found a, I found a poem from the 1900s, early 1900s. And I actually sent this to Sam. <laughs> and Sam was like, yeah, we got to talk about this in person because of the fact of what it meant. Mm. And the poem is called A Clear Day and No Memories. And it, it goes as this, today, is an air, today the air is clear of everything. It has no knowledge except of nothingness. It flows over us without meanings. As if none of us had ever been here before and are not now in the shallow spectacle the invisible activity, this sense. Hmm. That's good. And the words that they highlighted in that was the nothingness and the sense. Yeah, there's this um, Alan Watts saying that, uh, and it's actually translated into, um, I think it's a Latin, he stole it from some Latin saying, ex nilo, fuck, I'm never going to find it. But it's basically, um, what is this strange nothingness? Yeah. Yeah, I can't find it. I, I that like grabbed me. I was like, man, that is such a, such a weird, meaningless thing. Like it means nothing really, but it also describes kind of everything. <laughs> Here's what I think the experience of endurance is, <laughs> or oh. can be. Okay. It's a somebody else's quote, but it should transport you back. I once traveled with a guide who was taking me to Faya. He didn't speak for nine hours. At the end of it, he pointed to the horizon and said, Faya, that was a good day. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. It's a good definition of endurance. Name that movie. <laughs> I don't know that. I, don't, I, I, I just know it, it hits. Oh, man. What's the name of the movie? The English Patient. Oh, I've never seen it. Never. Yeah, I've never. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it either. Yeah, yeah. I know Whoa. What it is. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard of great things about it, but I've never seen it. Whoa. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're going to go watch it right yeah. now. Break. Well, no. It was like one of them, th like, one of, I mean, the only movie where I just didn't decide it after it was over. And it's like three hours long mm. to not leave the movie theater so I could watch it again. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is one of the most 
beautiful, like in terms of cinematography uh, and and the stories, fucking lovely also, but here it is. Ex nihilo omnia fiunt. But this nothing is a very strange thing. But that's the thing though, right? We've, we've all been in four, five, six, 12, 17, 20 hour efforts. And there's, and throughout those efforts, there is a sense of nothingness, mm. right? At, at least something that I've experienced. I mean, that yeah. nothingness is, is literally, okay, what am I going to do to keep me moving? Right? Is it is it gonna be the act of fueling myself? Is it gonna be the act of telling myself that I can keep moving forward? Yeah. So how do you define endurance? Like, we'll go right to the like middle people. Like, what is endurance? Well, obviously, it's the ability to endure. That's what to say is like the ability. <laughs> 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 It's when you have lots of stamina. It's, well, and that's like it, the definition of it in society is like when you have lots of stamina. But it's are you able to endure? Right, endurance to be able to endure. Uh, so time. I know time needs to be a component, mm -hmm. and I know work needs to be a component. Like that's the only thing that I can dial down. But I can't. But then is is half an hour of work endurance? But for. Or is it the process from between that time, during that start into the end of that time? So we're going to differentiate between endurance and tolerance. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because tolerance doesn't imply work. Oh. I like yeah. That. So and tolerance would be something that we can actually increase. Because when you because you say time and then work, but you know there is an aspect of endurance. Like I mm. endure this horrible thing, but without being active. So contextually. But if. If your brain is active, that's work. Like if you're okay. psychologically drawn into, that's why I put work because I think I'm not just talking physical, but there is like a spiritual Plus, work yeah. on that level too. And that that's so I know those two. Um, so I have to perform work over an extended period of time. When that was kind of like a mix of a couple different definitions that I found. Mm -hmm. And that was like the only thing that made sense. Strength to endure the work. Because I agree, like if you're sick, but then I have a problem because life is endurance. Like just you, there, homeostasis doesn't, uh, homeostasis doesn't exist without refueling and hydration. So at some level just being awake. So at what point... Is enough meaningful work become endurance? And having an intent behind, behind <sighs> intentional right? work, an intentional, like no, I think I, th um, I, I think the limit. I, I don't think our previous discussion, hmm. uh, you, know, you know, the limitation, like it starts at ninety minutes because that's when fuel and yeah. fuel and hydration become a, a, mm -hmm. a thing. Um. Regardless, let's not put the time on it, but mm -hmm. but there is there is work that you can accomplish, you know, without. Um, I don't want to say without thought, but with the resources that you already have available, like yeah. you don't need to add anything to the to the engine, either by way of you know psychologically by way of maybe distraction or mm. something or it's you know physiologically it's it's 
you know, food and water. But because I think that there has to be a delineation from uh, between whatever is not endurance and endurance. Right, exactly. Uh, like, yeah, and, and when you say is 30 yeah. minutes, well, yeah, for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, so this arbitrary distinction of like, I, I mean, it, physiologically, there's something that we're counting on that happens that ticks. Otherwise, CrossFit does improve endurance. Well, it does. It does. But it does have a cap, though. It influences. I'll say it doesn't improve. It influences it. Because it could go both ways. Because you could take somebody who has insurmountable amount of endurance, and maybe when they first start, it really helps, and then it starts to hurt. So it influences depending on the exposure to it. Hmm. Just like light can really bring out a photograph, but it can also Dark blow out a photograph. Yeah. So light, sure. light influences a photograph. It's required. So the time period up until when we're counting endurance, man, maybe we started on the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the think, hardest thing, which is how to define it. But I, but I think once you start bringing it, you know, it's, I think let's not chase a universal and, or universally appropriate definition because there are people for whom the 5K is endurance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But there are motherfuckers who run that in 13 minutes. Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. But you also have people who run in 45 to 60 minutes. Yeah. Or, or who can't complete who it can't because complete it's it, too yeah. fucking long. So we need to. Um, so let's just say that, the you know, a 5K is 25 minutes for some people. And they first try and do it or something. And, and they consider that endurance. I think we just need to step back and go, well, I think, you know, philosophically or conceptually, let's not tie it to a time or a distance, but to the, like, let's define it by the experience, uh, like what it feels like, because 4k mm -hmm. into a 5k for someone, you know, is gonna be, you know, it's possible that it feels like 40k into a 42k. Yeah, I feel you. you know, no, it makes sense, right? Like it's the idea, like someone who wants an experience a five k, then they're gonna go ahead and want to experience a half marathon. They're gonna want to experience a marathon. Maybe, well, they like because once you adapt to the five k, you, you can, can no longer get that feeling that it, you're chasing from that. So it's the next. Then it has to be ten. Then it has to be like I keep searching. I develop my endurance, and now I have to. Now I have to go three hours instead of twenty five minutes. But the distance is relevant. The time is always a component. Just like if you're like, uh, what was the girl's name who tried to map Ben Saunders' uh, trek to the North Pole? Who tried to what? Map. She 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 would try to be the first female to go unsupported to the North Pole. Oh, okay. And she had that sled thing. And they said that some days she moved less than 400 meters because of the ice shift. And you're like, 16 hours of pulling a sled got you less than 400 meters. Because the ice was moving ice away was moving. from the North Pole yeah. as you were trying to get to it. Holy yeah. Jesus. And I'm like, man, that is the epitome of endurance. So maybe it is something against time and work. Like it's... A resistance against yeah time. there's some kind of resistance there that that'll take it out of just living i'm just living which means i take food and water and hydration and all these things that are also required endurance but 
I have to go against something, against gravity, against air, against, you know, the shifting of ice. Yeah, Yeah, something. I'm moving against a natural state that induces my ability. like To endure longer. Yeah, it it like starts the timer on my ability to endure resistance or something. How simple can you be to endure longer? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like I'm pushing against something unnatural. Or I'm put, even if that naturalness is just my inclination to sit instead of walk. So walking can be endurance. And it, you're right. It doesn't matter if it's a 5K or 10K. It matters that the feeling of it is I'm pushing against something and I'm using work over time to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, the, the question of, you know, somebody's like, well, why do you need to run 50 miles? I'm like, <laughs> well, because 26 was... Yeah. Like didn't yeah. get me there. Yeah. Like didn't allow me to experience what I was. It wasn't enough resistance. It wasn't enough resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and maybe the resistance Which increases the tolerance that you're talking about. And the resistance to start mm-hmm. is a distance. It's an ob. It's a, an obstacle. It's something until you realize that you are the actual resistance. That you need to get to when you start resisting your urge to continue. That is real endurance. Is yeah. when you're fighting yourself. You're, you're resisting the urge to, yeah, to stop. stop. Yes. Yeah. And so this brings me to what we had a conversation yesterday about. But that can happen in like a minute <laughs> <laughs> if it's hard enough, or you don't want to do or, it, or yeah, or it hurts <laughs> enough. Like, yeah. Well, that's the conversation. That's what you said yesterday, right? You're like, well, it's a psychological aspect in an endurance instead of it being a physiological aspect as a whole, right? Because but it's, understanding the. F- physiology allows you to have the allows you access to the psychological state because for example i had a conversation today with an athlete getting ready for georgia death race she's raced it last year Mm -hmm. she's got done doing devil dog 100 in december getting ready for this and her her first worry was what do i do when i hit mental fatigue (laughs) you already have it I mean, like it's exactly what I said. Yeah, oh, like you have it right now. You've you, already hit it. You know, you're yeah, just like it's all okay. So we all have it. We right? all have it. How do we work through it? And it went me. back to something that, like, <laughs> that Michael said before, right? Is like, how do you efficiently move through that fatigue to get you onto the other side? Mm. So how efficient are you to go ahead and get from point A to point B to go ahead and increase the tolerance to adhere to your to whatever it is you want to do. So your tolerance is actually, um, I was going to say matched to the objective, but what I think we're seeking is a level of tolerance which gets us 80% of the way to the objective mm-hmm. and then to surpass, yes. to, to continue. Um, there's a there's something deeper? Where we come with the spiritual aspect of it? Well, and that's, that's why, so my... My definition of it that we originally wrote for the manual is endurance is the ability to see something through to the end. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the end doesn't really matter. That that takes out the time component as a uh, kind of, um, but it also makes it so it could be a philosophical or it could be yeah. a physiological or it could be a psychological. Because again, when may, you're not enduring anything unless you have mental fatigue. Mm-hmm. no really you don't yeah yeah. it's not you're not enduring shit you're just moving you're just locomoting yeah that uh at least that's how i think about it like (laughs) you're not enduring shit until you 
have to endure yourself <laughs> like until you don't want to do it yeah, anymore do it yeah. like there's something about you wanting to stop is when i mark endurance's start ah so that could be a minute in that could be tying my shoes it, it could, could be even before the fucking race yeah. starts it could be like how long how ride how long did you ride today and it's like well i you know negotiated with myself in my house for an hour and then i got out for an hour so i i i endured for 2 hours <laughs> but does but does that that does that have carryover? I think, I, I think it does, it does right? for sure. <laughs> I, I think wanting to stop is the start of endurance. Is like yeah. fucking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so in this, so I'll tell my story because I don't think I told George. So when I went into the ceremony last weekend, Mark was like, "Are you gonna think about endurance?" And I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Do you know what that's asking for in like the deepest? You know, psychedelic state you could be in asking to get intuition into endurance because it's it literally makes you deal with whatever you ask it for. And I learned this a while ago about I have to quit asking for lessons because I learned my lessons by burning my hand. And so when I ask to be taught, I ask to be hurt. And I like, all right, I'm going to stop doing that. And then I had to ask I had to quit asking to enjoy things. Because I enjoy suffering. So it's like, it's like everything fucks me. And so he's like, endurance is like, no, no way. And so the first night I was like, I can't even remember what happened the first night because it seems like that was a whole nother year. Like it, it, <laughs> that was something else. And then the second night I was just, well, the first night I was so fucking tired because I hadn't slept. I'm jet lagged and I was so hungry. And all I could think about is food and sleep. And then my jet lag kicked in once it was time to eat and I was not hungry and not tired. So I just stared at the fucking ceiling. So the next day after only sleeping like three and a half hours, I came back and I was like, man, I don't want to do this again. Fuck. And then I started thinking about endurance. Cause I was like, yeah, don't think about that. But I was like, this really is a fucking endurance event. I've been going for how many days with not enough food, not enough water. I'm really tired. I like my brain is tired and I was like, okay, just think about something silly. Like people always like just ma- copy somebody else's intention. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to think about love or something. And I literally said that love or something, which I left Ooh. it open, which is my mistake. Door wide open. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'll make me just like, I don't know, sing songs and be really happy. Because <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> or something. Or something. Or something. <laughs> and so I drank the first shot and immediately my mood was like, fuck everybody. I hate this place. Like all these people want them out of my building now. I'm going to cancel every future thing that's going on. I am over this and this is not cool. Like this is not a good time anymore. I'm not learning anything. This is total bullshit. And then I'm Say like... Say hello to... Or something. Or something. <laughs> you know, because so, it sounds... It's the unknowing. How their ceremony works is they have all of their... Uh, what they call their guardians offer a different uh, offering, something. Okay. And they say, don't pray without offering something. And so Dee Dee is really sweet. And she's always like, hey, if somebody comes into your mind, like you think of somebody, come up and offer something for them. Uh, that, like Acknowledge it. Yeah, acknowledge it. And just like, you know make it concrete, make your intention towards the thought of them concrete by offering something. And she was serving cedar. So I went up and did a cedar offering because I, you know, I bumped my nipple and I was like, ah, I fucking probably have breast cancer. And I thought of Aaron's mom who has breast cancer and now brain cancer. And now is like, you know, going down quickly. And I was like, Oh, I'll go do, I'll go do an offering for 
Aaron's mom. That'll be nice. So I went up there, did it, and I walked back. I was like, that was so superficial. That was like the fucking, like, fuck. She doesn't know. Like, that does no use for her. And then I was like thinking about my chest, and I was like, God, I'm for sure dying. And I was like, I have spent fucking 37 years, and there's like three people on this planet that would give a shit if I died. And the rest, everybody would be like, oh, that sucks. And then they would go about their day. And I was like, I have affected nobody in a, in the way that I thought that I would when I was in like my twenties thinking like, yeah. And I was like, what a fucking waste of time. All of this shit is. And I was like, this is terrifying. Like I'm going to be, and I'm trying to imagine it in my head. Like as I debilitate, is it going to be fast or slow? Hopefully it's fast, which is a really weird thing to ask for if you're young, but you really don't want to suffer. You really don't want to just be it perpetually, you know, in chemo treatments and unable to move around. That's not a high quality of life. So you're like, if I am going to die, f- extend the neck, like uh, take it yeah. fast because just get it over with. Done. And then I was like, fuck, these are fucking horrifying thoughts. Not that I've never thought about it, but it was like really visceral, really real. And then I was like, oh, holy shit. That's what Aaron's mom is going through for like the past 10 years since she first got breast cancer. And then it's come back like four or five times for the past three years. It's been nonstop treatments. You're, you know, oh, you got it. No, it's back. Oh, you got it. No, it's back. And every time it comes back, you see what she goes through. And I was like, nobody's even there for her. It's like we have totally abandoned ship. And then I just started sobbing like and er like for an hour, it was just like coming out of my face purging like how terrible i am as a like son-in-law and like <laughs> and it's like a husband there's something right and it was just like i have fucking done nothing for that lady and she is like facing some of the worst things that a human could face and then out of nowhere i was like oh this intention is love actually and the something is that i can define love now because i went through it which is love is feeling pain and going anyway. And the something was endurance because endurance is love. Hmm. And I was, damn it, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> to endure is to love. Like you, you, for whatever reason, you see it through to the end because of love of something. something. There has to be a love behind it so that yeah. you can see it from point A and to point B. And the second that love isn't there, you will not have what it takes to endure that's love of life love of another human but being. it's also a fuel yes it can burn hot but in this instance it doesn't mm. but all of the other emotional fuels are really short duration yeah like they can fuel things for because hate that lasts or, you know anger mm-hmm. yeah super cool but how long does it last short. though S- seconds S- yeah. yeah it doesn't last long yeah. but love though yeah. can last yeah. a lifetime for sure. You can go through things that you couldn't yeah. because you have this feeling of love for something or someone or some process. That's I mean, man. In, well, no, it's it's <laughs> you got me like it's love is getting into endurance and trying to find who you who we are. Mm the idea of attaching love to accomplishing whatever it is you want to do is what's going to, I guess, like you said, right? Give you the power to endure, right? What if Mm -hmm. that is it, right? Learning to love Mm -hmm. 
what you're doing so you can endure whatever it is. If it's a relationship, yeah. if it's a race, if it's a fucking strength movement inside the gym, yeah. if it's a, if it's a activity, and whatever, whatever sport. activity, whatever variable that we want to look at, there needs, again, that's why I keep going back to intention. Yeah. Right. That, that I have to have the intention of love associated with whatever I'm going to do to endure. Can you imagine how people freak out when we draw the new continuum and it has like all these physiological things and then on one line <laughs> it says love. <laughs> it just gets massive. <laughs> people are like, you guys did way too many drugs. I was just going to say, you, you, I think you misspelled hate. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I think you misspelled spite. Mm. I was going to say, it's not generally hate, hate because that's the... That's too close to love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuck. That. God damn it, Michael. I know. Fuck. I, I shared that with the group. It was really funny. I only had three minutes, so I like explained it as best I could. And it was really funny how many people came up to me afterwards and they're like, I have never in my life thought about physical fitness in the like sense that you do all the time and it's like it really makes me curious as to what the fuck you guys are doing in here and i was like do you, i was like my response is do you know what i tell people when they're like what the best exercise is like how do i what's the best way to get in shape and i go be curious and they're like what and i'm like yeah be curious like wonder what you're capable of and you won't it won't matter what exercise you use because you're constantly seeking to figure out what you're capable of yeah (laughs) (laughs) seeking to reach so (laughs) jesus so curiosity Mm. i mean and this is that i put something about the i guess it was the post about sam where it was process then mm. progress, then process. Oh. oh, okay. Right, because progress yeah. takes you, like you, you have to go back to process, process after you've reached a level. And it was just like we watched him do with, you know, he couldn't do the thing, then he worked really hard, and then he could do the thing, mm. but then he's, and he demonstrated proficiency with the thing. But that's the, the, the anchor that we all fall for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and so you, so after progress, you have to go back to process. Process. And afterwards I wrote, stay curious. And I, and I, I deliberated for a long time and was like, because unfortunately curious, and maybe it's just my dirty mind, but, um, but like curious has all sorts of like weird, you know, associations, associations with it. it, Right. And but mm. but still, it is the gateway. I mean, if I look back, like my favorite fucking book when I was a kid was called Curious George. Huh. Yeah, that was mine too. The Little Monkey. Yeah, I still have like three or four of them. Really? Yeah, from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, and Curious George. Because the, the, because the man he just in the wanted to, to experience everything. Yeah. Yeah. And That's so <laughs> funny. I forgot all about those. I do remember <laughs> the man in the yellow hat though. Yeah. Yeah, he I, I live Curious George's life. I feel I, like I, sometimes. I, I, I bet you, yes. <laughs> because he represents, he represents forgiveness and benevolence, not a parent. Because he never, yeah, he never scolds George for doing what he's doing, seeking, yeah, yeah. for seeking, yeah. Huh. And I never wanted to get you know be scolded for 
Like, yeah, I'm supposed to go to school, but the cool things I want to, I'm going to skip school today and I'm going to go into that plot of land that's at the edge of the neighborhood where no one lives. Like to, I'm going to go into the forest because you're curious because I'm curious. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm going to learn way fucking more than they're going to teach me in fucking social studies class today or language (laughs) arts or world history one, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. So that's uh, really interesting that, that, that the man in the yellow hat never school. Like I never, I never realized that either. I never noticed that he never got it. Punishes him. Never punished him. He gets frustrated like, Oh, you ruined this or whatever, but he never like punishes him. Fuck. So, so it's really a book for parents to teach them how to like parent better. Like you have this being, this being is naturally fucking curious. Do not kill the curiosity because you kill the being. Oh, Ooh. So I have fuel substrates. This will relate. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Glycogen, glucose, fat, spite, love, curiosity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's put those on a continuum. Yeah. <laughs> in terms Wait a minute. Of, of, of what? The farther the, out the distance, the more philosophical the substrate needs to be. Yes. Yeah. So what would be the furthest one out? Probably the, love. I think love. Yeah. And so that's Pluto. Pluto spite, even... spite gets... Spite <laughs> doesn't gets, exist anymore. <laughs> in fact, maybe spite comes before glucose. Because spite gets you started. Yeah. You yeah. set out because yep. you want to prove somebody wrong. And then after you burn through glucose and fat, you're curious as what you're capable without material substrates. So therefore you rely on love of something or someone to see it through to the end. I have to agree with you on that, brother. I 100% have to, like 100% do. <laughs> I mean, how many times have we been in a, in a how many times have we been in, in a position to where the only way we got through was for some kind of love? Oh, yeah, for a hundred percent. Like that's it's yeah, yeah. And I, how many times have I started things because of spite, but I haven't. F- I never found a bottom to it, so I quit. I never like saw it through because I never got anything but spite to get me started, or the desire to go ahead and continue moving yeah. you through to. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So spite, and then we go like ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> a spite wore off yeah yeah i i think that's true because how many times have you been so angry and i just i'm gonna go ride and like 60 to 90 minutes in i don't give a shit about what i was angry about yeah it it, it that got erased yeah like like then we have like 90 and three hours fat three to six love six plus yeah is you really have to love to run if you're going to go past six out like I or a bike or whatever like you really because fuck that you got to be really curious because fuck my ass hurts yeah yeah exactly right, like, why am I still going this far I'm still curious to go and see how far I can go yeah and my curiosity dies pretty quickly after the three hour mark <laughs> Maybe because I don't love very well. 
<laughs> well, maybe because for you, love is suffering. <laughs> so love to suffer. But how many people do are in the same boat as him? Probably a lot. So what is the temperament? What can we drive? Just thinking. What can I know about somebody if I know that they're an ultra or that like their time suffering is great? Do they have a greater capacity for different emotions? Like if you, and I don't know if this is true, but you would know because you know a lot of ultra people in, in between. I know a lot of like fast twitch people and they are not compatible with good relationships. Hmm. I th- I, I'm not saying I, that they're bad people. I'm just yeah. saying like, you know, the well, no, how I connect a with them. thing here for sure. But I think the endurance thing is not necessarily that, some, you know, here's an ultra person who has the capacity to experience a wide range of emotions. I would say that here is a person who is not afraid who, or who is very able to experience themselves. So who, who can you love? Like who, who are you able to connect with? Right. Somebody who is generally um, selfless, right. And on the state of, of aerobic effort, the farther you go into aerobic effort, the more parasympathetic you have to become, which is loss of self. And the more loving. It's ego depletion, right? Yeah. So the more loving you become because you lose the care about yourself and you give it towards others. But the opposite, the more sympathetic a state, the more selfish, selfish you, are, you are, the more self-interested like, you are. Which explains lifting sports almost perfectly because it's almost like undeniably egotistic. 100%. Well, that's one thing I realized coming from that, right? Was coming from the strength world into the endurance world was that. Is like, you know how selfless you have to be to experience an endurance sport? Yeah, for sure. Right? Like it's, yeah. and for example, right? You got a crew that is going to help you yes. get from checkpoint to checkpoint. Mm-hmm. But it also is like th- what, you know, one of the things that I've always said about endurance is that, that it, it, like I have to go an X amount in order to get rid of prejudice. <laughs> right and, and yeah. that's and, and not in a racist sense or no. whatever but just like because prejudice is you know it's prejudgment it's expectation it's it, it's reflecting you know the ego seeking its own reflection you get two hours deep into something three hours deep six hours two days deep that shit is gone mm-hmm. and you become an antenna like or you know mm-hmm. you are a receptor at that point Rather, uh, and to open yourself up to receive, like to to consciously break down all of the barriers between you and the world. I mean, to eliminate conscious thought, essentially, is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I mean, that is, to me, the goal of endurance is to like, okay, I need to get, if I go far enough, then I can get out of my own way. Yeah, get into this unconscious state, man. I can go ahead and move through and but open then I doors can but that. but then I'm also highly sensitized. Like after all these endurance, like just imagine the the how little it takes to make you cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the end of a oh, oh. they hand you a silver like 
survivor's blanket and you're like thank you (laughs) thank you so much like yeah (laughs) and and just like how you identify uh you know people like that dude that gave you the blanket Mm. that guy's a piece of shit (laughs) in normal life (laughs) like walk and delay right like he fucking stole that blanket you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) but then at the end of you know like a four-hour effort or hard effort or whatever that individual becomes a savior of sorts, which, and, and the perception of your relationship with a person, an animal, a something completely changes hmm. when you eliminate your self-interest from it mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and, and, and endurance activity can do that. Hmm. Is it because time is humbling? Like just in general, like, because you see, so even if a sport is fast and it creates a, a sense of egotism in a sense, like uh, myself, self-preservation because it's dangerous. I'm thinking. I mean, about, let's just. I mean, if we go back to the. I'm thinking about jujitsu. Okay. Right, because it's a fast sport. It's highly intense. There's very few people that are egotistical. The best are the most humble, minus mm-hmm. Gordon Ryan, because he's a character. But like the best are humble, and but when you think back on the time, it's it's an endurance sport. It's an endurance skill, I should say. Yeah, but it also requires a partner, mm. and that's different because you are always responding to you know input from another another person, and I think that changes the character of the activity. Yeah, just like like because if I'm just racing, you know, okay, that same individual Mm -hmm. on foot, on a bike, on you know, whatever, it it that we're not touching each other, but they're not like giving the only feedback is they're going faster or slower than me, right? And so therefore, and then I think it's different because it um, because it allows you to be that allows ego to and reinforces. You know, it allows ego to, to, to remain, to exist, to express. Yeah. I literally just and wrote right now, the longer we can endure, the more we can feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, take, just drop that mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be, because it gets, I mean, because we get sensitized by. That's where I got that. And, I, and I'm just like. But now I'm stuck on the time and the hum- time and humility thing. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say I'm sorry because I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the the chest thumpy thing? We've talked about it like yeah. that in that same sense. And I want to say, and it's not to um, say that one is better than the other, but when you're looking at why, like when you're looking at building better humans or building more humanity into humans, you're talking about getting rid of hubris and um and raising humility and the way to do that is time like to give hard long efforts bring but, you to your knees or even which is, low slow efforts but, but they don't sure. have to be long like the i mean the the thing that i think it's in the manual mm. the old manual at what you know differentiating between the 100 and 200 meter runners and then yeah. el garouche in the 1500 when he finally won olympic gold yeah and he was Collapse, on his yeah. knees and crying sure almost immediately and so apparently th- you can get there in 3 minutes and 30 seconds for sure or, yeah, no yeah. actually no because this and this relates to the jiu jitsu thing 
you can get there with 20 years of investment and then expressing for three minutes and, and 30 that's seconds. what i would say and that's yeah. and that, that's it's like regardless of the time domain of the actual effort if it takes 10 years to get that good if it takes 20 years to be able to to, to, to arrive at the point where you can express that then maybe that is endurance because you don't see it in mma you do not see humility as often in mma because it's a it's a young lived sport like oh yeah same thing with gymnastics period, yeah. even though there's like a 10 year maybe you're training for people can get into the ufc when they train for two or three years yeah if they're like physically capable enough weightlifting is this like olympic style weightlifting is the same it's like a 12-year buy-in just to be able to develop the strength uh -huh. to be able to express it at the world-class level so when they do win you see them break down into tears and cry they're very emotional about it but like you said it's taking 12 to 15 yeah. years or something powerlifting you don't see that because strength is highly genetic like it's highly like you you ramp that up and you either have a signal for it or you kind of don't you're either I mean, you could tell probably within six months of somebody lifting whether they're going to be able to break they have the genetic triple potential. body weight or not. And if they are going to break triple body weight, they'll probably have a one and a half times body weight deadlift in the first month. Hmm. And then if you're talking four times, you're just like, well, compound, like if they hit the right age, have the right background. But man, it and really, levers. yeah, like it's just like, it's not a thing that you work for as much. As you do in the and that, not to try to take away from the effort that goes into powerlifting because there's obviously a lot of time there's yeah. obviously a lot of effort but it's not a refined skill it's grab that fucking bar and pull as hard as you can and then you know hope it comes up yeah and hope you and don't break over. your spine yeah and then it's over with and people usually find their max really quick like uh, even if you're really good maybe you lift for a long time but how often does it get better in which case how often are you humbled by it? Yeah. Because and how much are you doing the same thing over and over again? Just because you're impressing other people. Most people who power lift haven't improved in the past five years they've been lifting. It's like the three-year potential mark for lifting. You Like if you lift correctly, you'll find it in three years. Yeah. Maybe you'll incrementally get better, at, especially in a strongman sport because that's more technical. There's more skill involved. There's more chaos involved in the competition. But power lifting... Fuck, three to four years, you should be pretty close to what you're capable of if you do it correctly. And if you if if you didn't, like who after three years of powerlifting is like, man, I think I got another two hundred pounds in my bench press. How like not very I don't think very many. No. And if it if yeah, no. I don't I don't think you how long would it take to go ahead and increase to that? Yeah. I'll admit I could be completely ignorant of it because I, I haven't competed in powerlifting. So I don't know, but I do know a lot of powerlifters. And it seems like, yeah, two years, something. Mo the good guys, they're they're up there in two years. And then they're there for and another then, year. Yeah, then they're throwing. Maybe they'll throw, you know, 100 pounds from there over the next five years That's or something. Say, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing weightlifting, right? Like you get to that that cap now it becomes just that one kilo to make you better. Totally. But and they'll chase that, but the skill involved I think is different. It's like I don't it seems different to me. Like the the personalities that go into one or the other are different personalities. Yep. I don't know why, but I can't pinpoint that either. That is true though. There is a different personality between those two sports. Is it the skill? Like is it the I think it has to do with athleticism. Yeah. Right? Not even the skill, the athleticism that you have to show within 
Olympic weightlifting and then compare it to powerlifting. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to offend powerlifters, but that's the truth, right? Uh, like we we can look at that. Hey, surprise! We hey, don't, we don't have do? very many powerlifters to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though, right? Is like the athleticism when it comes to that is is a. I mean, what if you like if you were raising a child and you wanted them to develop athleticism? What activities would you gymnastics and weightlifting? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but I would also have them run, jump, sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Track. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. powerlifting would not be a thing. No. No. Like that. Yeah. Like you wouldn't go down yeah. that road in an effort. Like if the end result, you're, you, the, you, the objective was to develop athleticism. That particular activity yeah. doesn't do. In it. fact, it and it I almost would certainly not contrary them, to it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I and think I'd it is certainly not have them ride a bike. No. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, what uh, a da dance isn't even good because the contraction isn't like you can mimic something um, and it'll look the same if you put a lot of energy into it. But gymnastics, you can't. Super interesting. So when they um, for the Wonder Woman movie uh -huh. and like what was the, OK, we got we need to find 40 fucking Amazons. <laughs> Where are we going to look? in martial arts and dance yeah okay not enough martial artists yeah you know because it's it like like that yeah especially for women you know it's it's um a low popularity like mm -hmm. compared to compared to dance the dancers it took way more they could move and they were absolutely yep. beautiful when they moved but for their for them to express strength it took way longer yeah not only temperament wise but physically do you know where they should have looked breakdancing because you okay. get the dance part but yeah. you get the physicality of it of it also yeah. yeah and then you get high like probably the highest highest known amounts of body awareness that i've ever seen but but you wouldn't okay again smaller population for sure yeah, yeah and yeah. you wouldn't naturally like so parkour for sure yeah. but those okay but how many guys are there for the, you that no sure, how many girls are there girls yeah how in, many girls in, that are doing that parkour situation but yeah but also which ones have a fucking model page true like who who are out there trying to get work for yeah, how they yeah. look and what they can do yeah that's a good point right so yeah breakdancing probably didn't even come up parkour you know it doesn't yeah. come it's just it was a but it was a you just saying that as far as like yeah you're right you're like okay <laughs> there's movements <laughs> You know, there there are, and dance, you know, gives you the appearance of athleticism. Yes, but it is not athleticism. I do agree with that. But, we, but well, and that actually, you know. It gives you the appearance, but it doesn't give you the athleticism. Well, like, well no, just, like, let, just let me say okay. this. client. And, and, but this may be a gender issue also because... Men who do ballet are very physical, are very physical, yeah. very athletic. Very, yeah, absolutely. And whereas, like now we're but ballet and dance are different. Like okay. they, they are fundamental. I mean, cause, I was thinking, yeah. I was like, they have to be different. I mean, Female yeah, ba like ballerinas are <laughs> very physical. Maybe not in the same way because they don't have to lift and they don't have to like. Yeah, but. There is a, there's like a different, but you could be like a hip hop dancer and just be as soft as can be. Cause you're just like flail. You're, you're mastering skater. timing more than you're mastering like athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is an interesting point. But like, Aaron, cause Aaron's client that she was trained, she's, she's like one of the best dancers in the world. 
Like she's logically okay. like in the top two percent. Okay. Of how like how good she is at dance, and she she barely put a dumbbell over her head. Like she is so weak and so out of shape. And you're like, how how do you move around to the entirety of a song? Because I can't even get you to jog for thirty seconds. I think is that the same when Mark saw me training? Yeah. I pro- <laughs> oh, maybe did you train her? Yeah. Okay. I worry about her livelihood. I'm like, man, what happens if you needed to get like a pot off the top of the cupboard? You could drop that on your head. You'll be dead. Like, how do you even take care of yourself? Most accidents happen, you know, in the home. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. Anyway, that was a a wormhole door dance. So we've got, I've defined it. Um, do you think that endurance should be broken down on the physiological side between aerobic and anaerobic? Or is are we just talking about unsustainable endurance? <laughs> like, like my problem with most of this shit is that once you start subcategorizing, you lose all definition. So if we say endurance and then we start saying strength endurance and power endurance and speed endurance and anaerobic endurance and you know so what do we localized <laughs> muscular endurance oh bodybuilding yeah <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs> we ain't here we ain't here to teach that like so what i want to say is like what are we trying what do we want to teach so i want to be able to a teach the philosophical side that is relevant and all encompassing to the physiological and the psychological side of things so physical mental and philosophical like what i would call spiritual mm-hmm. All of that stuff should be a branch off of the same definition. Yeah. From that point, I want to be able to express it physiologically. Therefore, I need to understand the limitations of a system to be able to address it. So once we understand that like the oxygen system, blood, capillary, energy, substrates, fuel, that's the basic of prolonged exercise. But specifically for a sport you might run into like running is not an oxygen problem it's a localized muscular endurance problem so you need to be able to define what the limitations are not necessarily teach a whole new set of definitions but just be able to identify a limitation so you can address it so if we say that you know um the objective of experiencing endurance is love Mm. <laughs> like or or yeah. no i need to go in order to sense it like what am i seeking by participating in these activities and because and then the like and then i need to look at the science part so that i can go long enough to get that to have that experience right right so for me the like the objective up front are the philosophical you know lessons the the spiritual like i would not go long distance if i didn't have that objective like i don't give a fuck what you know but the body is the vessel right and and that that takes the my consciousness towards these lessons towards these you know uh towards these emotions so i need to understand like if my if my body can only take me for one hour, then the lessons that I have access to are limited. Because if my, your map is smaller, like both right, spiritually also, and physically. But my res and the, and and so the resources, the fuel, the training, the like the the, the you know the physical viability of the vessel. 
yeah. is what allows me to ultimately work. access to these other, to, to the lessons, to the, to, to, to the experience, to the feeling, to the, um, to the emotion. And so I need to know what those limitations are, like the, what the physical limitations yeah. are in order to change the, you know, the character of the vessel to get me to have a, have to, a to make the map bigger. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I put the body as a vessel to transport my consciousness to a different experience. Yeah. I go build my vessel to withhold the storm. Oh, nice. <laughs> that, that's a lot of my. I didn't write anything. <laughs> a lo I, a lot of, too, I was too busy pontificating. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like, a lot of my stuff lately has been related to vessel sea bearing, like using the sea to test like that. Like the open ocean is experiences and the harbor is where we train. So your definition of a vessel is a ship. Mine's a fucking cup. That's funny. I have oh. a I have a ship tattooed on me because of that same exact thing, and it has. I have, that's okay. what my leg is. Yeah, and it has like, it's you know fucking beat up. And what did John Paul Jones say? Uh, I don't, Are you fucking serious, <laughs> dude? Jeez, you're all about boats, and you don't know what. Give me a fast ship, for I intend to sail in harm's way. Ooh, uh, John Paul Jones. I believe that's who it was. <laughs> I, was I was so righteous about it. I better be. I better be correct. <laughs> you know, a, a, a captain of some sort back in the day. Um, but but it's funny, like the difference. Okay, sh the, because a vessel can be, you know. The, it, it, to me, it's a container. Yeah. And that can have, you know, a vessel. I drink from the vessel, but it also, you know, it transports me. Yeah. I mean, I... My consciousness is, like, is what fills the vessel. Ooh. And to help you get into an unconscious state. Yeah, my, my vessel is now a rice cake, and my, my consciousness <laughs> is Nutella. <laughs> well, and the reason why I said that, Mark, you looked at me like that, was because it's right. Like, you you'd yeah. said... Previously, like, hey, I, I go to this certain effort so that I yeah. can go ahead and find, or I'm seeking a certain unconsciousness, right? Yeah. To help or, open doors are. Yes. So the same thing, I, I go ahead and build this vessel or I drink whatever's inside this vessel to go ahead and take me through this conscious to unconscious state. Or am I hitting that wrong? Um, so let's, when I said the body is the vessel that transports consciousness, right? So it, it's still a cup. Okay. Because this vessel is filled with, yeah. um, and, you know, but then if we say vessel as a boat, well, it's full of, it's the same, th it's the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the people experiencing it and controlling it. There it is. Okay, it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So on this, um, cause I, I lost it for a minute, but I want to, um, God, did I just lose it again? <laughs> well, so, oh yeah, back to the uh, humility, the hubris, the humility, yeah. the grounding, the centered, fall to your knees, all of that stuff. Endurance and time expose, or I want to say they um, exponentiate humanity. And so when I think of endurance, I think of it as the human experience. Only because, like, it is the, ver it is the human experience because, and what I wrote and I read to you the other day was, endurance is story because you can't have story without seeing it through to the end yes. there's no hero that lacks endurance so it is the feature of all heroes and it is the feature of all humanity because we would have never migrated without the human's ability to endure 
And so I like now that we don't have that function of migration and shifting, at least like as a wander nomad people, we, we have it culturally like, you know, Keegan's wandering into the desert right now, <laughs> but also, you know, staying in a million dollar loft is <laughs> pretty easy. There's no discomfort there. So there's no endurance, but there's still like this path that humans can follow. And I think the way to best emulate humanity is to endure efforts of a certain nature. Wait, the, the best way to what humanity? Experience, Experience. humanity. Experience. Yeah. I mean, if we just talk about time mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, it is humbling mm-hmm. in the sense because it exposes our true nature. Yes. Like if, if I'm doing, if I'm working for a long enough period of time, I can no longer hide from myself. I can no longer pretend to be anything different than what I am. Yeah. Like it just, it, er, you know, it erases pretense no, yeah. or, or sets up conditions where pretense is no longer existent. Uh, yeah. Uh, or useful. Or useful. Which yeah. kind of brings me back to like, what does it feel like? Because when you do these endurance efforts, you are always alone. Yeah. I mean, even if you're in a group of people, you are, or you're with your friend or whatever, when it's, when it becomes endurance, when it like clicks over in that moment, you want to stop all conversation kind of stops always. But but therefore, and that's why pretense is no longer useful or, or like the, the layers that, you know, the, the, the airs we put on the, the costume we inhabit, you know, it, it doesn't mean shit anymore because you're by yourself and you're just like, well, that costume was heavy. That, you know, yeah. pretense that like self-consciousness goes like, away. It's just almost, like, yeah. get fucking get rid of that shit. It's, you know, it's, it's just slow. And it's like stopping me. Well, Cause you <laughs> see an endurance athlete and they're totally comfortable breaking the normal, um, etiquette of like daily life. Because when you go so far with somebody suddenly just spitting, hawking, slobbering, <laughs> pissing, yeah. you, like all of that shit becomes totally unimportant to the effort yeah. where it's just like, no, I just need to survive this. And all opinions of myself, including what I think of myself go away because I'm transformed into somebody who needs to see it to the end. Yeah. So in my, but, my, and, but that, and you bring that back and yeah. then you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to go piss over here Yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I don't care Be, anymore. Because yeah. Yeah, I've, you know, <laughs> I'm take a piss uh, on the side of the stroll real be, quick and then keep moving. Even if that, like sometimes it's just like, well, piss down my leg because I'm not afraid of it. I only don't do it is because what other people will think of me. But deep enough into a state of or because I need to go into a meeting in 20 minutes and I probably <laughs> yeah, just don't. Yeah, yeah I don't like <laughs> pissing my leg. But again, that like I don't mind the smell because it's me. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess it is all about other people at that point. Yeah, the self consciousness like, <laughs> it really is your. I mean, there is a sense your, of you know impropriety of like whipping it out a little but again like self-consciousness is really another person's problem with you and your sensitivity towards that Mm -hmm. not of what you think of yourself because again like man i'll pee in a shower it's me i don't give a shit nobody else knows but you yeah. won't like explain that to other people because it makes you're like, oh, yeah, it's dirty, that's well, weird, it's that's gross. Wait, but you don't need to because everyone does, does it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one just says it. No well, one talks yeah. about it. No, my favorite thing in racing triathlon was like getting into the water. It was cold. Oh, I gotta get in the water, warm up. And no, you just, just like, have to pee, motherfucker. And you watch everybody get in, and their eyes kind of glaze uh, over. Yeah. Like everybody like knows what's going on. You're uh, like, dude, guys, temperature the first around the hundred competitors just <laughs> like rises. 
just two degrees. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> guys, the first 50 meters of the swim is in other people's urine. Yeah. Like, you just, like, it's just, that's what it is. Happily, it's um, fairly sanitized. Yeah, yeah, for sterile, sure. I it's a, yeah, it's fairly sterile. It hasn't had the chance to get bacteria to it. Um, I was thinking of like my experience when I when I go out and have an endurance experience, it kind of has a arc, like a story arc to it. It's always like hesitation, even if there's and excitement. eventually two hours in, you don't need to pee anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you drink no water. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, so I go through this like it's hesitation, even if there's excitement, even if I want to do it and I'm looking forward to it. I know that at some point I'm going to not want to do it. And that's the hardest thing for me to contend yeah. with. Yeah. Is it depending on how fit I am, what point will that happen? The fitter you are, the further down that is and the harder it becomes or the easier it is to like, you know, say that you're doing endurancey stuff when you're actually just riding around on a bike, having a good time. And then the second, you know, it goes, I don't want to do this anymore. You're like, well, I've ridden for four hours. So yeah, that's good. So really, endurance athletes that are the best at endurance, when they train, they're really not training endurance that much. They're, tra- they're training all the physiological capacities of it, but they're missing a lot of the psychological if they still want to be out. But in training, you don't want to experience necessarily... Breakdown. Yeah. Correct. Like, But when you go out to perform mm-hmm. to do the thing that is exactly what you're seeking and yes and and the training has j- prepared you to be able to do that because it's the vessel is much, much more seaworthy yeah the survivability aspect of it all yeah and so i can get that's, further down before that happens so it is practice but that's my hesitation in going out is always like man when is it going to happen because my endurance is poor it happens around the two hour mark or the two and a half hour mark i am fucking done like i don't want to be there Granted, Noted. I, <laughs> I do ride pretty hard. Like when I go out, I do go pretty fucking hard out of the gate. I think he can attest to, to the truth. Because <laughs> like and he makes a big hole in the wind and I can take advantage of that. And then in, then at about, yeah, two and a half hours in, I'm like, um, mm, let me just go yeah, in the front now. And let me help me. Because I, I don't make as much of a hole, but I can... I can get us back. You're right. like, I can survive this and we can go ahead and bring us back as a team. Because he can to... get us way the fucking... <laughs> I, I am thinking of a specific ride in Bulgaria and I know you are too, Michael. <laughs> Where we're just going up some hill and I can't remember, but for like for two hours or so, yeah. mm-hmm. the average power was, st- it was stupid. Over, it was over 300 watts for me. Yeah. For over two hours. And I was just like, dying in the slipstream at somewhere like 230 240 watts or something for that long and then like then the lights went out oh yeah I pu- for- well i punched up that hill as I, i'm gonna try to because i think it was a 20 minute climb yeah normally i got it done in 13 minutes and i had a new average like 13 minute power of like 375 <laughs> or something and then I, I was drinking my shark at the top thinking, yeah i'm like yeah i feel good and then mark just came by and I was like, oh, shit, he's pretty pissed. And I got behind him thinking I would like, and then I went to go step on it and nothing happened. And I was like, <laughs> uh-oh. And my legs started to cramp up. And I was like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. We're not even halfway. Yeah. And I was like, it's yeah. going to be a really bad day. And that was probably one of the worst days I ever felt on a bike. And the sensation that is so good, the uh-oh sensation, is now how to, like it turns from fear to, 
okay, back to training. How do you take care of yourself? I yeah. need to eat. I need to drink yeah. intelligently, not too much, not too little. And then I need to be really careful with my psychology more than anything. I need to look at the next section and just treat the next section in the best way I can. And then the next section... And that really is it in a nutshell. It's like almost endurance is and how the, you can frame things. And the really interesting thing about I, th- I think about that particular ride is that once we get that there was, you know, unknown, 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 unknown. And then eventually we got mm-hmm. back to terrain still oh. like an hour away or yeah. hour and a half mm-hmm. away or whatever. But we got back to terrain that we were both familiar with. Yes. Yeah. And then all changed. of a sudden it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the psychological weight was reduced once we recognized yeah the fear of the unknown yeah exactly once we recognize it like we we can the anxiety of wrong turns the anxiety of like are we still on the right road everything's in cyrillic so i don't fucking know that uh, but that again heart rate is up because i'm worried about because you're carrying the anxiety Yeah. yeah yeah interesting which is why you can go further on routes that you know or terrain that you know and or you can do push or you can perform better or or yeah you yeah. can you can push harder yeah, yeah. because you're not holding the thing in the back pocket because uh rebecca's private idaho i had never been on that course i was really hesitant like yeah. even though it was less than what i did the year before it was like only the 64 mile or whatever that i was still like man i'm so out of my league but the second i got to the turnaround now i know the exact yeah, terrain because yeah. now it's just remapping it's kind of funny what that does to you. But on the 100, I remember doing the lollipop on the 100. Yeah. For about 30 miles, you don't know where you're at. Yeah. Like you have and, no idea unless you have a, you know, if you've done the route before, exactly. you know. And so you're kind of, I mean, you see one hill and you're like, well, you can't give yourself to that hill. You got to really be careful because you're not even, you don't know if you're at the halfway Because point. you don't see past it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you can't see Pat. Like, it's, so what is that like climbing? Like, what I mean, going on a multi-day hard effort. At what point do you not want to do it? In my head, it's like in the first couple hours. It, it, um, I I think when the the point when you don't want to do it any longer mm-hmm. is when reality no longer corresponds to expectation. Ooh, that's really good. Like, oh, we thought this was going to take this amount of time. We thought it was going to be this level of difficulty. If, you know, the feedback is, you know, inconsistent with what you, and then that's when like, okay, now I need to start conserving. Now I need to like really, we apparently we're going to be out here for way longer than we thought. Whether we go back or whether we continue. Hmm. And that's so so I think it's like the um That's terrifying. Yeah. Once once the, the, the expectations are no longer um but it's also but a lot of times it's the expectations that allow you to go in the first place. Yeah. Like you're yeah. the wrong expectations of, <laughs> yeah, of for sure. oh it'll be easy, easier or oh this is gonna take us twenty four hours. No, it's gonna take forty eight, you know, or now yeah, exactly it just doubled and you're like fuck or you don't know but you know it's not going to take 24 yeah. anymore because <laughs> we're just 23 and we ain't anywhere near done <laughs> yeah you know, or something like that like but a lot of times it's just like i mean the joke is you know foreshortening mm. and a short memory huh. <laughs> are what you get you to go back 
because like you look up at a climb and it just it looks like it looks one third of its true size mm -hmm. for sure for <laughs> absolutely for absolutely because so, i even in like hill or like hikes that you do yeah like i can go up to lone peak and it literally is like dude i could probably make it up there and like I don't know, 90 minutes seems like conservative. Yeah. And you're like two hours. You're not even halfway. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, I was wrong. Yeah, I was way <laughs> off. No, that's, yeah. that is, that's, that's actually funny. You bring that up because that's one thing that has helped with being able to extend for longer periods of time in the mountains mm -hmm. is getting rid of the expectation of being like, Hey, I have this climb that should take me two hours. Now it's taking me three hours due to other variables that have popped up. Right. But, and, and it's only a, it's only it becomes a drag and difficult mm -hmm. when you realize that it is not two hours, like that your time expectation was wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, because if it just was, oh, this takes me two hours and it takes you two hours, then I nothing learned. What did you exactly yeah. I was about to say? What do you learn from it? Well, that, that's a really good. Uh, so I have the same. So the hue, my expectation of going into a jujitsu match is that I'm going to win. If I don't expect that, don't go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but. How much can you actually learn from going? Now, the, I think the better you are, the more you can learn off of winning because you're more honest about your yes. mistakes, even yeah. though the outcome was the overall positive outcome. You're seeing, and this is like talking to James about his win last week. I mean, he just walked, what seemingly looked like him walking through everybody. Hmm. I mean, in a matter of seconds, it's like 36 seconds. And he comes back and he's like, uh, he needed to change his time. He's like, ah, I got a drill. And I was like, oh, cool, right on. And I was like, what are you going to work on? He's like, ah, I just made too many mistakes. And I'm like, in 36 seconds, you saw mistakes? And he's like, yeah, I just want it to be smoother. <laughs> and you're like, you want to what? Be a fucking shadow? Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How else could you be smoother than that? You're, you're still a physical being. I was just going to say, oh. you're already a ninja. Do you want to be the shadow of the ninja? I think so. Oh, like, right? Do you want to be like, wait, something just choked me out. I don't yeah. didn't <laughs> even see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is so fucking rad that somebody that good is so self-examined. That they can go, okay, here's, and then, and then not just, not just say it. It's not empty. It's like the next six weeks will be him drilling those things nonstop over and over again, hours a day, like thinking about it. How do I improve it? How do I improve it? And that, that is like, that's what effort in, in seeing true endurance gets you is yeah. that kind of inset. Those lessons come from not the match, but the, 20 years practicing for that match yeah it's the endurance that's the what lesson, say. i was yeah, about to say that's the endurance yeah the <laughs> lessons are available because he's endured i yeah. think like that, that's but the best way i could put it what's cool about that though is the fact that he was able to take from the start of the match to when it ended and be able to take the the path to oh, his win yeah, to be able absolutely. to be like these are the lessons that i learned i need to fix this so that when i go ahead and get into another match i fix those lessons so i can go ahead and have new ones because that's what it sounds like he's trying to yeah. do. He's looking for new lessons that he's trying to go ahead. But also yeah. that he can take what seems like a very, very short period of time for us. Yeah. Like we're just like, what, 36? Holy fuck. Yeah. That's no time at all. But he is stretching out. The, he is, yeah. His mind is able to take those 36 seconds and stretch them out into who knows how long. But yeah. to something that allows him to 
to examine the even smaller yeah. time intervals within those 36 Unnoticeable seconds. Unnoticeable time. It's unnoticeable to us. Yeah, but well, to him, him it is happening. Yeah, because you do you, when you see him, like not just him, but when you see the best guys perform something, the make or break of a move is just a hip, a hip shift or a weight, an unweighting, or like it's just the hand placement, or it's like an inch up on the ankle as opposed to down, and it, that's like micro micro examination into whether something worked detail. or not. Yeah. It, which is like, oh, okay, so on the time scale, when we say this, um, like yes, this is where I was headed. Endurance yes. is this, but I've taken 36 seconds and I've made it a five minute video in my head. Yes. Now effort begins at 10 seconds in. Because at 10 seconds in, I don't want to be there because I'm in a bad spot. Or he's in a good spot, but he's not, he's in a winning spot, but he's not in the spot he expected himself to be. Yeah. So his. Expectations, expectations are not meeting, <laughs> what meeting is forecast? with, with yeah. realities. And and one of the <sighs> reasons that I think people engage in shorter time duration events is because it's possible, it's more possible to have reality meet your expectations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because when you like you know, the further it. out you the, the further out you sort of extend it, yeah. The um the the, the more the unknown error. there is, the the, the, the the yeah, the rate of error is is, is massive. Yeah. Like the I, what what happens at twelve hours? Fuck I, no, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's true, right? Like that's literally it. Like Well that's Nate, right, in a nutshell. Like Nate um uh Pack. Pack, pack. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he like he knows his time domain and it's like the shocking amount of shocking amount of detail up to eight hours. Yeah, he knows like everything. 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 After that, it starts to get real blurry. Huh. Not, re- not to us. We're like that's not real blurry, but to him, not knowing specifics is totally unknown. Yeah, losing complete control. Yeah, because he needs the watt to the watt to the time to the minute to be able to hold and heart rate response to that. Yeah, mm. we should have him back in here. I think we it's time. Absolutely, yeah, we do. Yeah, it's time to have that weirdo back. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what he's doing right now. Oh, for like, sure for this yeah. th- for this year. I mean, um, get based on the fact that the big five hundred mile thing that he tried to do nonstop, yeah, um, didn't turn out as <laughs> expected. Uh, as expected. Part of that was, uh, you know, environmental. Part of it was. Oh, was it? Did the weather go? Yeah, it was super windy. Oh. Um, and then. Uh, and then Dwayne, who was with him for most of it, had some, you know, food and hydration issues. Gastrointestinal Ga- problems. Yes. <laughs> like I everything. When you start putting every, everything you put in bounces. Um, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. No, it's kind of at that point, it's like all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You it becomes yeah, a management no, game. And, yeah. and the other thing is, even if you know that physically you can go eight hours or 12 hours, yeah. you don't, when you say like, what happens at 12 hours? It's like, I don't know what will have happened from emotionally. Yeah. I mm. control every other variable. I don't know what happened emotionally, but you know, for me from eight to 12 hours. So therefore yeah. I can't, ma- I cannot have expectations about anything at 12 hours because I don't I might be, st- I might go down the rabbit hole and start thinking about dead friends and then, yeah. you know, and then who knows what those four hours were like. Yeah. 
You know, might have gone faster, might have gone slower, might have pulled over. You know, like, well, it's because you don't know in though like after a certain point, love is driving it. Yes, but love is painful in itself. But also, you you what you I think what you're seeking. I think what we're or at least I'm seeking in those endurance efforts is is my um, I, I'm looking for the condition uh, with or the conditions within which I am compelled to give up control hmm. Ooh, man it's literally just like, giving up like not giving up you're giving in yeah to that or just like allowing yeah something greater to you know to steer yeah well there is there is the there's a surrender that happens yeah and it's yeah. not it's not a surrender as in giving up but to give in uh, because I think a lot of the times there's a lot of hesitation in any effort. Like we're hesitating, we're hesitating, like, yeah. well, you know, to go faster or to go longer or to even set in your mind, I'm going to go to this point or whatever. But there can't be withdrawal. Like that's the one thing you can't do is withdraw. You you have yeah. to surrender, but to keep going. You can hesitate, but you have to keep going. No matter what, I think. I mean, and if you set the thing, set it up properly, mm-hmm. um, that ha- that is a, a natural occurrence. Yeah. In the in the sense that, like, oh, I'm I I I have surrendered, I am hesitating, but the way back is forward. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I still yeah. have. Like, I passed the point of no return, and that's forward. where. And 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 I think that is. You know, if you consciously can't put yourself in that position, then you need to set up the conditions where you are compelled to to do so. Yeah, and that's you know, okay. Now we got to. I mean, we always said it in the mountains. Now we got to fail upwards. (laughs) (laughs) The way back is forward is awesome, but that's the the word that I came up with is still too like survivability is to endure. Right, like you have to have survivability to go ahead and make it through point A to point B, mm-hmm. or to see something mm-hmm. through. Yeah, right. At the end of the day, we talk about fueling source. We talk about the mindset behind it. We're talking about not attaching ourselves to the expectations. And as we look at this as a whole, it's like, okay, cool. We're going back to tolerating something, right? We need to go and increase our tolerance and survivability to go ahead and allow us to go ahead and see this through. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, and that is what endurance is at least for me at the end of the day when i look at a definition and that word that comes to me is is survivability to continue to endure but do you feel like the notion of survivability like your definition of it and your use of it is too strong is i'll just say it too strongly influenced by military background in in the sense that the average like i like that I mean, I'm just. No, I'll just take what he said, and I'll use a different word because I y- think. Y- yes. So no, that's, I would that's, say, where, that's where I was. That's where I was heading. Let's use a different like, word because because it is how, so tied with you know tactical. Athlete yeah. How much of, of endurance is about taking care of yourself? I think all I, of it. All of it. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say all of it. Right. The vessel, like yeah. yeah. But that is that is how, what is surviving. Surviving is taking care, of, take yourself. care of yourself. Yeah. And that like maybe yeah. that's just the you know we're learning to take care, care of ourselves. Yeah. And and so I just I I, um, I like that though. Thank you. But I want to yeah, and I want to like. Can we find a a word that has less baggage? I mean, or, Ooh, yeah. or I get, less yeah. like uh, other implications? Because yeah. I 
I never, I don't think I ever said that, you know, uh, I don't have to go back and look cause I don't want to mm. rewrite my history, but I don't think I said like, you know, the more fit you are, the harder you are to kill. That's not what I said. Mm. I don't think you've it, ever said that. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that was the original quote, but that's how we ended up saying like, no, it's super easy to kill you and i guess the it, reason it's like, <laughs> well and it goes to this I mean, though too. just like your vessel i mean yeah. i just yeah. sick a hole yeah yeah i i and you're and to answer your question yes a lot of it does come from the military why yeah. because of right. a life or death situation yeah. sure exactly but in the endurance thing and the way that most people are using it it doesn't it doesn't require the life and death equation or you know in order to have the experience that they are seeking or in order to experience the lessons that they are. And I had to learn that after two years into ultra endurance racing because <laughs> you ain't going to die. No, because, but it also I mean, held me back. Oh yeah. I wasn't able to really okay. do what I wanted because yeah. of the fact that you came from that. And I will say yeah, the yeah. exact same thing from climbing is that when I started racing my bike, I'd always or finish reserve. a race yeah. with 25% in reserve or Fuck something yes. like that. Yeah. Because what if, yep. Because uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I, I keep fuck you in my back pocket just in case, just in case. But like, oh, so I, w how is that useful in an organized race where there's somebody fucking sweeping? Yeah, yeah. Right, like if you blow up and you go out the back and you're lost in you know wherever, someone's gonna come along in a van and like go, hey, dude. You're going really fucking slow. Um, <laughs> do you need a help? Hand? You're yeah. going too or, slow. Oh, you're not but wait. <laughs> I could also just make a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Uber. Awesome. That was really entertaining. That was. That was, uh, was a good one. Yeah. I actually think that probably should be a fucking podcast. Maybe. Eventually. Eventually. I yeah. think it After should be something. It, yeah. 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 After we make something out of it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank Appreciate you, guys. It. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it.